When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On this Tuesday, July 16th, 2019, I'm Jace. Lex is off for a couple days. She'll be back with us on Friday. Dawn filling in for Alexis. Sonny filling in for Dawn. And <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just back after a couple weeks off. So sure. uh, that's right. Our, that's that's today's Russian nesting doll of fun. There we go. Yes. Uh, how we doing? Ladies, how you doing? How are we feeling, Don? I'm feeling great. I have a question for Don. Yeah. Oh, I, I love know this. you're from the south. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you know fried green tomatoes, right? Oh, sure. Do you know a good spot to get some fried green tomatoes yes. here? Yes. Oh God, I don't know. <sighs> Just got anybody. Keep know. Make your own. You could. Well, I have to plant them and stuff, and, oh. and you, know, you know, take care of them and water them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I, I, my uh, somebody mentioned one of our listeners, Laura. She mentioned fried green tomatoes was her favorite movie, and every time I hear about the movie, my mouth waters, and I'm just tired of denying myself oh, <laughs> fried green tomatoes. Oh my gosh! Well, if anybody knows, tweet us. Call, please. Help tweet or call. Yeah. Call, call Sonny six five one because she's answering the phone, so she'll be six five one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Anybody know out there where Organic, Sonic? If if you can. Now, now, girl, now you're being picky. You should just <laughs> now. Now you're just being now you're being picky. I gotta I gotta take the stuff, Jason. All of it, really. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We are look. See, Sonny, I always say this. This is when there's many times, but this is when it's really great having a radio show because you can be. I, I needed um, a new cushions for a couch. I went on the show and I came. I'm like, hey, wait, I have a radio show. I can just ask people where to get <laughs> yeah. cushion. Yeah, oh, the lines I... are blowing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you go. Okay, Sonny, go get it okay. and then come back and tell us what the consensus is. Yeah. Okay, okay? Cool. We'll talk. There we go, yeah. Sonny. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk while Sonny's finding out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I do know one place and I'm, I'm waiting for my best friend Jen or Colin to let me know. Smack Shack. Has fried green tomatoes. Do they? Of course they do. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they've taken them off the menu. If anybody, if Jen or Colin's listening, if you could text me. But I think they're still. <laughs> I think they're still on the menu okay. um, over there. I should have said that to Sonny. But and then I know, like I, we get them. Lex and I have a little tradition. We get them at the state fair at the corn fritter and fried green tomato booth. Oh. Oh my gosh! I've never been to that booth. Where is it oh. by? Can you tell me the location? Since I'm yeah. so good at knowing, it's right. Uh, it's you know where the main main entrance is. Yeah, the main gate. Yeah, it's right past the main gate on uh, on to that main right? road, right to the left. Oh, to if the you're left. coming into the gate, it's mm-hmm. on the left. Okay. Um, uh, this it's by. 
Yeah, is it's it by Giggles? like O'Gara's. No, Giggles is down by us. Okay. Yeah, no, it's on that main right after the main entrance, the okay. main gate, the the you know arched yep. main gate. Okay. Down from O'Gara's. Well, we uh, can't wait that long. On the left, I know that's that's a lot. Okay, I'm getting. Uh, okay, Colin is actually listening. Um, they're on the menu. He said they so. are on the menu at Smack Shack. Well, great. Yeah. He didn't sleep well last night, so I don't know if he's in the best mood this morning. But no. yeah, we've, we've traded off. We have traded off. He slept like a moose last night or okay. the night before. I did not sleep well on our first night back. Last night, I actually slept beautifully, and I don't think he slept well. So because um, I, I finally slept well yesterday, I took a great nap and so I think I'm back. I'm regulated. I think I, the, the time change has been agreeable. You finally yeah. got you. You got yourself on track. Okay. I think so. Okay, uh, we're hearing from people on Twitter as well. Uh, as far as Sonny's question about fried green tomatoes, uh, we Nightingale in Minneapolis Ooh. has fried Dixie's on Grand. Kimberly yes. said, "Yes, Dixie's." So. Somebody mentioned Dixie's, and they also said um, Revival. No, 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 uh, Revival, and then Grand Catch. And I didn't know they had them at the State Fair. Yes, yes. I had we were no just talking idea. About that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Yes. Oh yes! Now that, I see why y'all love the my talkers. That is so. Yeah. That is so wonderful. Always there to help. Oh my oh, goodness! Oh, there. That's why. Again, it's good. It's good having a radio show. <laughs> it, I, I'm not kidding. I I literally did need. I still have to go get it, and I forgot where people told me to go. We have uh, seats on my on the Jason Show set. Brand new chairs and the cushions. You know, for TV. It's not really about comfort. You need a very firm seats uh, for TV and the cushions on my new chairs are a little too squishy. So I need new foam. <laughs> I need the like I need firm firm <laughs> foam, but I don't know where to buy couch cushion foam. Like where do you go for that? So I still and people called in that day and now I forgot. There's some place in Osseo that does it. So if y'all know that place, don't call. <laughs> just tweet. Just tweet. Yeah. Don't call Sonny. Yeah. I just I need to know where to go for foam. Foam. <laughs> cut. Cut foam. Anybody else need anything while we're doing this? Anybody else? Anybody need a tailor? Anybody need shoes? A cobbler? Anybody? An accountant? We can recommend everything. So any hoodly doodly. Hey, uh, last night I I uh, um. Uh, I didn't get to this earlier. You know, actually, I'll save that for after the dirt. No, I'll do it now. Okay. So Nora Nora O'Donnell debuted last night as the new uh, anchor of the CBS Evening News. Uh, the deal with this is, and you know, anchors come and go, but why this is a big deal is the the fact that Nora is only the third woman behind Katie Couric and Diane Sawyer to solo anchor uh, a network newscast, a solo uh, an evening newscast, which, mm-hmm. look, even in this day, to put it in some context for everybody even in this day of 400 channels and cable news uh people always dismiss the evening newscasts but we need to remember nbc nightly news gets an average of 8 million viewers a night whoa did you know that no no I had no idea. Yeah, people write these these broadcasts off. And yes, the, the audience has dipped over the years. This isn't the age of Walter Cronkite. However, collectively, the, the big three, ABC, CBS, and NBC, so that's Lester Holt, David Muir, and now Nora O'Donnell, collectively, the three 
nightly evening newscasts bring in 24 million viewers, anywhere from Incredible. 20 to 24. That's still a lot of people. Um, and, and cable news always gets a lot of publicity because, again, as we said earlier, uh, the, the loudest kid in the group gets the attention. Uh, but all of the evening newscasts, they double they double the average audience of the the highest rated show like on Fox or MSNBC. So uh, we need to remember that, too, where cable news gets a lot of publicity. But these network newscasts still still get it done. That's a lot of people really still watching yeah. these shows. Yeah. So just to give some context of why this is still even in this age, Nora O'Donnell getting this position is a, is is still a big deal. I love her. Um, I loved her on CBS this morning. I've loved her. She was a White House correspondent for both NBC and CBS. She is a no-nonsense journalist. She's not, it's not an, she's not an opinion journalist. She is a journalist, capital J. And that's why I actually think people, I think she's going to be a success because I think people trust her in this age where, the the line is slippery and oh, blurry. It's so I mean, different than it was four years so, ago. Honestly. Yeah, even yeah, four years ago it's different. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, it's really oh. it's it's opinion journalism is everywhere. So it's it's hard to find just uh, you know on TV to turn on a newscast that's not filled with opinion and slant. I trust Nora. I've watched her for years. She doesn't mess around. Well, she ended her. Um, she ended her uh, newscast last night. You know, usually when an anchor takes over their their debut, they end with a little personal note. Well, Nora, again, she is a serious journalist. Uh, talked about the legendary journalist Edward R. Uh, Edward R. Murrow, and here's how she ended her debut uh, last night. Take a listen to this. Thank you for joining us tonight. There's a great legacy here at CBS News of the finest journalists. One of them was Edward R. Murrow, who eloquently captured the power of television when he said, this instrument can teach, it can illuminate, yes, and even it can inspire, but it can do so only to the extent that humans are determined to use it to those ends. Otherwise, it's nothing but wires and lights in a box. There is a great and perhaps decisive battle to be fought against ignorance, intolerance, and indifference. This weapon of television could be useful. To Mr. Murrow, we will try to use it well and with integrity. For all of us at CBS News, I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Good night, girl. I love you. Yeah. (laughs) She ain't messing around. She. Even like uh, I I read a couple profiles uh, yesterday. LA Times did a profile, Wall Street Journal. Uh, Even her colleagues from other networks who don't really personally love her, they said she is a barracuda. Like she does not mess around. She is a no nonsense. She is driven. She is serious. She doesn't mess around, and I love that. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to watching the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, and it was a great broadcast last night. So um, you want to watch it? And bravo for another woman doing it, girl. Yeah. Bravo, bravo. Now you said she's the first, third, the third. Okay, third. So, yeah, she she's the third. Like nightly news anchor or just news anchor and news. She's the third night. She's the third. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's what's rolling right now? Hmm. Something rolling. I don't hear anything. You don't hear anything. Uh-uh. No. Oh, I am hearing something. Oh, I'm hearing. It sounds like Colleen in my ear. Uh, anyway. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. I, yeah, that is very odd. I'm hearing something in my ear that sounds like Colleen Lindstrom. <laughs>
Now it's gone. It's clean. Oh my gosh. What's going on? Yeah, it's clean infiltrating my headphones. Hearing voices in your head. I would love to have Colleen in my head. Oh, what? I would too. I'm not joking. I was hearing voices in my head Man. that sounded like Colleen Lindstrom. Do you need to go back on vacation? <laughs> I think I do. Oh, but no, but Sonny, to answer your question, so Barbara Walters was the first female, a first lady to co-anchor an evening newscast. Mm-hmm. She was on ABC. Okay. Katie Couric was the first woman to solo anchor the CBS evening, uh, ah. nightly newscast. Then Diane Sawyer did uh, ABC World News Tonight, and now Nora O'Donnell okay, is is the third woman to solo anchor a nightly newscast. Okay. So yeah, did you did you grow up with parents who watched? Uh, I mean, my parents were so consistent with watching the nightly news. Yeah. They usually yes. watched the NBC news broadcast, and then yep. it was Wheel of Fortune, and then I mean, it was like clockwork Jeopardy, yep. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. My mom, yeah, my always... mom was my mom was big. In, well, I'm sorry, son. I didn't no, mean to stop okay. They were big NBC people because she loved Katie Couric. Mm-hmm. So, and then she liked uh, uh, Tom Brokaw. Yes, so Tom we Brokaw. Yeah. Yep. I was a CBS guy because of Dallas, so I watched. Sure. There, rather, yeah, yeah. Sonny, did you? Did your family watch a newscast? My dad would always come in and turn off the cartoons and devote the TV, <laughs> and I hated it because he was he would also read the newspaper, and I was like, dude, yeah. pick a struggle. Exactly. Can we watch Tiny Tones? What are you doing? Oh, man. Pick a struggle. 818. Hey, do we have to announce that? We have to announce the winner for the Tank of Day. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So on Friday, our winner was Kate Bissick from Prior Lake. Congratulations for winning $100 in gas from our app contest, your Tank of Day giveaway. And then yesterday, we have Tabitha Stumpf of Big Lake, Minnesota. Is a my talk dirt alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Elizabeth Reese joins us now with the dirt alert. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. Well, I wonder what's going on over there with Elizabeth. Does somebody oh. change the button, Sonny? <laughs> Sometimes that happens overnight. I got the normal button up. Oh, can we no. Hear? We oh. can't hear her. I can, I can hear, hear her in the distance. Oh. Oh, I Hello. hear her in the distance, too. It's like she's oh. she's uh, the good witch coming down in the bubble. <laughs> oh, what's funny is I can hear her clearly. Like, can I hear you? her. Uh, yeah, I can hear her clear as a bell. Oh. Elizabeth, why don't you um, say the Pledge of Allegiance or something? So, you know, <laughs> can you guys hear? I barely, barely. like yeah. barely. very, very faint. There must be something wrong with our connection with her. So. Oh, Elizabeth. I think maybe we have to release you to your... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price got your happy price price line freedom elizabeth because for whatever reason it's not working how dare how dare somebody press <laughs> buttons in the studio and mess this up Ooh, that makes oh, me mad yeah elizabeth we love you we'll have to talk, we to, you love you. Okay, talk to you tomorrow love you, 
Love you. Bye. There goes uh, there goes Elizabeth Reese, everybody. We'll get her back. Uh, if you just tune in, we're having a, a little bit of technical difficulties. But I can take the dirt alert from here. During her Friday show at Madison Square Garden, Jennifer Lopez brought uh, the U.S. women's soccer star Carly on stage and gave her a lap dance. Yes. Two of her dancers joined in as well. And I got to tell you, with J-Lo... I was loving because, uh, you know, she was affected by the power outage in in uh, in New York and she had rescheduled uh, the show for, I believe, last night. Yeah. And I saw her Instagram of uh, her going on uh, her on the way to the show. I-, I know this is like been said before. Oh, my goodness. Is she? Like aging backwards. Oh yeah, she oh, she, she, has, she gotta be. <laughs> she looks better now than she did like on in Living Color when she was a fly oh, girl yeah. in her in the twenties. Yeah, Alexis and I went to the J Lo concert that happened when you were gone, Jason. <gasps> oh, that's right. So she, I mean, I, I was blown away. She looks so beautiful. She sounds so good. She is. They. It's really an exciting concert because they bring out the world of dance dancers that oh, wow. that won last season. So oh, she has yeah. dance troops. I guess the lap dance thing is a nightly thing that she does on her tour because she brought this guy up from the audience. She's like, "Whose birthday is it tonight?" This guy had no idea what he had in store for him. <laughs> they get him on stage and just, I mean, the dude looked like he was going to lose his mind. <laughs> Her dancers were all over him. And then he doesn't know, but JLo comes up behind him. She disappears for a while for like her. She had 11 costume changes, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, she, she disappears and then she comes back and she has her hands on him from behind mm-hmm. and he doesn't know it's JLo and the crowd mm-hmm. goes crazy. Oh, wow. Anyway, it's, it's a really fun part of the show. I I saw her in Vegas, and I loved J-Lo. Love you. Uh, Netflix making news this morning, announcing that they are altering Hannah's graphic um, suicide scene from 13 Reasons Why from season one. Yeah, they said it. Yeah, they said in a statement, quote, we've heard from many young people that 13 Reasons Why encouraged them to start conversations about difficult issues like depression and suicide and get help, often for the first time. As the network prepares to launch season three later this summer, we've been mindful about the ongoing debate about the show. So on the advice of medical experts, we've decided with the creator of the show and the producers to edit the scene in which Hannah takes her own life from season one. Probably a good idea. I mean, I that that scene was incredibly difficult to watch. I had to turn away, and uh, we did a whole my talk roundtable about that. Uh, on a separate, far less serious note, uh, do we really need a third season of Thirteen Reasons Why? I, I, I just I I stopped watching season two. Yeah. I, I, I I couldn't even get I couldn't even get on uh, on board for the second season. Let alone twenty six reasons why. How, you I, know. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> What happens I, I, in in the second season? I okay. So when it came out, my um, daughter has self harmed before, so we didn't go nowhere near. Yeah, yeah. That you for, didn't feel like it was going to help Absolutely you in any way. Absolutely right, not. Right, right, and right. then her school, uh, they it was like a class reading. Yeah. And I know that the book version of TV stuff is always more graphic and more in detail than mm-hmm. the actual movie, and so we just we stayed away from it. And I had conversations with her myself. But what happened in the second season? That, I, I that added to the I, first season. Uh, I think there was a court trial. Uh, it, it's just yeah. It, it, okay. It was the fallout from mm. the events of uh, season one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't watch it was... any of it because it just seemed like too. 
Oh, you know, I not that I don't influence young people in some way, but uh, my daughter is grown now and I didn't feel like it was going to help me in any way. And I just couldn't go down that road. It sounded yeah. too yeah. depressing yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find out more about these stories at my talk. com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Dawn at dark. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. one. everything entertainment. I'm Jace. With Don McLean and Sonny. Don filling in for Alexis. Uh, Sonny filling in for Don. There we go. Mm, There's yes. our Russian nesting doll. I am filling in for Alexis, and I'm not doing that great of a job with my sponsorships. <laughs> so let me mention that that weather yes. sponsorship was sponsored by Wisconsin Dells. Everyone. Hey, girl. Yes. It's America's favorite Dells. Yes. Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> we love the Dells. Yeah. Okay, so we just got this email. So in the dirt alert, uh, we were talking about J Lo giving someone a lap dance, mm-hmm. and someone, someone just emailed. I didn't know this that Steve, Steve Patterson from Don and Steve walked out of the J Lo show because of that lap dance. Did you know that, Don? No. Uh, oh, excuse me. Okay. Uh, well, did he have kids? Did he have his kids with him? Because I thought this is too uh, racy no. for kids. Oh, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I don't think so though. I think it was just oh, it was Lord. too racy. Ah. It was too it was too racy for Steve. I can understand that. It was pretty steamy. Nobody took it their was? clothes off. But you know, I mean. I- I looked around, you know, we were, of course, in the beautiful Hubbard uh, suite up there with listeners having a great time. But when it came to that strip and stuff, I was looking around at the other boxes going, there are kids right next to us. What are their parents saying? To their yeah. kids. Why do people it bring w- their kids to go see kids? I know. Do we not know her resume? I do, yeah, I don't know why. Maybe since she's on TV, she does World of Dance. She's such I a household so, name yeah. now. People assume that it's not going to be y'all racy. Better go, y'all better go learn about Jenny from the Black. When I was just going to say. Listen, okay. yeah, yeah. She goes way back. Yeah. Uh, well, the reason I brought this up is because the first thing I think of when, uh, you know, something is too much for Steve, I think of, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I must have really scarred him during Project Down and Dirty when I told him my famous story. Now, if you're new to us, me, the show, my talk, I I will never, ever, ever be able to say publicly, uh, especially on the air, I will never be able to tell this story. So don't. I, don't I wish even I, ask. Don't even ask because I can't. There is no way, and Dawn has heard it. There is no way to edit it <laughs> at all uh, for broadcast. Right, right, Dawn. There's. I, there really is no way. <laughs> like we no can't way. even hint at what he's talking about. No, but I will tell you, and Sonny, and for the for people who don't know, it is referred to as the story. And it is the most famous story, and, and, and I'm very blessed. I have my high school four, um, my girls, um, Mish, Ange, and, uh, and, uh, Mish, Ange, and, um, <laughs> forgetting one, Chris, and, uh, and now Sheila, my other girl who surprised me and came to my show yesterday. But anyway, um, they have all verified it. They were, well, a couple were present for it, and, it's about 30 years old, the story is, and it is the most embarrassing, horrible thing that will probably ever happen to me. Uh, right, Don? I, mean, I like, hope. Because if anything else happens worse than that, I'm scared. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I can't wait to tell you, Sonny. I'll give you the version. All I can say is, here's what I can say. Here's what I can say. It involves Jason. Okay. A girl. <laughs> And some nookie time. Okay. And that's all I can say. Like, literally, that's all I can say. And it just... I would be gay, too, if that happened to me. I would just... It, <laughs> it ended horribly. Like, you can't even, in your wildest imagination, imagine what happened oh my God. to me. And subsequently... Anyway, oh. so I... Uh, as sometimes is the case at Project Down and Dirties, um, it, it happened at the very first one. That's how, you know, Lori and Julia and Alexis and myself, we did not get along for the first couple years of of my employment. Um, they The girls scared the pejeebies out of me and, and Lex. And we and none of the shows really really communicated with each other. I mean, we were all very separate islands and uh, and we just didn't get along. I, I have no problem saying that. And we're not talking out of school. We've told the story thousands of times. <laughs> but at the very first Project Down and Dirty, we all went out for some drinks at the fair and uh, bonded and we played the game of who has the craziest story. And Lori thought for sure, <laughs> Lori thought for sure that she would win. Now, in any other circumstance, Lori would absolutely have won because her story is just slightly less embarrassing than mine. <laughs> and then I said mine and we all died. Well, Sonny, my talkers uh, at last year's Project Down and Dirty, which was uh, Steve's first Project Down and Dirty. I told him the story, the look, Don, were you there that night? I was, yeah. Yeah. The the look on his face, like, I yeah, think it made all me very of, nervous. <laughs> he was, he was extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> he was. And, but, but Don, did I not ask him three or four times? I was like, Steve? I don't know if you want to know this. Like I, I'm, I'm giving you <laughs> spoiler alert after spoiler alert after spoiler alert, and he's like, "No, no, no, it's fine. I want to know it." And I told him, and Sonny, he looked like a sheet of paper. I mean, he turned every shade of white. Oh, the color God. like drained. His freckles disappeared. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He dawn. It oh was, yeah, it was hard for me to hear because we were in that crowded <laughs> bar area. I was across from you, and I was sort of straining to hear what he was saying, <gasps> and, or, or what you were, how you were telling it, and his reactions though were. I mean, it was oh, like God. somebody just told him that his wife was in labor. I mean, it was like oh, wow. he went through well, a process. He tried to warn him. He so. went through a process. Yeah, he, he did. Oh, that's a good oh, way. Man. He Steve went through a process. Went through, and he was just like, I mean, he was wringing his hands. He had his. He kept wiping his sweating. forehead. He was like, he was sweating. moving around his seat. He was like, oh gosh. Jason tells a really good story. I mean, it's not just the. I don't even really want to tell you, Sonny. I want him to tell you. <laughs> Because okay. I want to sometime, see your yeah. face, okay. and I might take a few snapshots of the progression of your transformation <laughs> when you hear it. Okay. Yeah. okay, that would actually be funny yeah. if, if uh, yeah, I think Sonny... somebody did that night. They took a bunch of pictures of Steve. Of Steve, of they? Steve. they did. did I think oh. Ryan. I think Ryan did. Yeah. Of of Steve, they did video of Steve's face, like oh as the God. story went on, Sonny, and uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. Um, someone asked, uh, David just writes in, I have one question about 
the story. No, I realize no. that you will not actually tell the story, uh, but the question is, would you write your memoirs, and if you would, mm. would it be in it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If I ever write a book, I always said, too, if I ever did, like, a little one-man show, mm-hmm. like, that's a kind of a dream of mine to do, to write a little show, because mm-hmm. I've had a rather, I've had an interesting period i have had an interesting life um as far as being gay in indiana that's actually what i would call it um, gay in indiana yeah, that's gay the in first indiana. song that yeah. came to yeah. me yeah, gay in indiana <laughs> um no that story would absolutely uh be in the show at some point um because yeah it's it's anyway um I bring it up also because while I was gone, Don, we have yet to laugh about this. So uh, on the My Talk social media channels, I I think this was maybe Thursday or Friday, uh, Hannah posted the question to all of you listening. If you could be stuck on an island with one My Talk host, who would you be stuck on the island with? Dawn, I, cra- I, I was, we were at the airport during that time, so I had a lot of, I, I needed to waste time, so I was interacting with people on that. I was keeping, I was watching that feed because it's a hysterical <laughs> question. I was endlessly amused with the people that picked you. And then instantly realized, or people would tell them that you would be the worst person because you don't like sea life and oceans and all that. And the realizations oh. for people, because every, there was a good chunk of people that initially went with you, Dawn. Yeah. And then, and then, and then wiser my talkers would like, intervene. No. Yeah. She would be the and I I responded to one woman because she this one woman was so earnest in her love for you which oh, I loved I I love yeah. she goes Dawn would absolutely be my pick I love her she <laughs> seems fun and sweet and she seems adventurous and then this this my talker <laughs> who obviously listens to our show with yeah. some regularity said girl. You are crazy. <laughs> Dawn would be my last. The, I think the quote was, I would pick Julia before Dawn. <laughs> because my fear of the ocean. Now I'd be surrounded with it. And, oh, maybe I would get over my fear. Yeah. Of the panic. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, seriously. <sighs> so, yeah. Anyway, so there we go. So poor Steve. I scarred him. <laughs> I J-Lo believe- scarred him. I, I've got to talk to him about this J-Lo thing. And why? Yeah. Oh gosh, bless his heart. He no, sounds like sweet. he ain't want no smoke from his wife. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. so you- Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything Blair had the best feathered hair on the Facts of Life. I'm Jace with Don filling in for Alexis and Sonny filling in for Don on this Tuesday, July 16th. Oh, I'm so glad I got some sleep last night. Oh, I just, me too. Oh. I had to medicate did, myself, but... <laughs> did you? Li- just a little bit? Yeah. Yes, I did. I had something to do last night that put me, uh, got me home pretty late, and uh, but I knew that I had only had like maybe two hours sleep yesterday with an hour just during the night and then an Ooh. hour nap, so... I just yeah, I had to give myself a little medication. Yeah, yeah, little little dabble, do you? Do you yeah. feel like I, you're back on uh, Minnesota time now? Are you adjusted? I do. Yet? Okay, I do. Um, I think now today will be the test because I had one bad day, then I had a good day yesterday. 
let's see how today goes. You know what I mean? Because today is a rather normal day. I'm going to try to treat it as such. So I'm not like yesterday. I didn't work out. I didn't do. I, I was just yeah. a, I, a bum. I was exhausted yesterday <laughs> sure. and it just kind of hit me today. I'm going to try to get back at it. I'm going to just oh, get, good. you know, try to just uh, uh, do a normal, normal day. And, and I have a busy day, too, so that will help as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's I, I'm, I'm hoping, cra- do, praying, hoping. Do you ever give yourself like a day in between to just kind of transition back in? Yes, that was yesterday. Ah, that okay. was yeah, that was yesterday. I just I took it easy and I didn't really leave the house and I napped and and uh it just yeah i i and plus those storms last night yeah oh my like, goodness crazy and my poor dexter my boxer um hate storms mm. mr big my french bulldog couldn't care less i mean big just <laughs> big is just sleeping dexter is shaking and dexter oh, obviously because he's the boxer he's yeah. the bigger dog so the irony is just hysterical. I have my moose because we their nicknames are Moose and Squirrel. So <laughs> Squirrel is passed out on the couch, like snoring and farting and everything French bulldogs do. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And Dexter is, you know, 70 pounds leaning on me, like on the couch, Aww. you know, leaning on me and shaking and scared to death. And I'm like, I go, I go, Dexter, look at your brother. Your brother couldn't care less. Be like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love those dogs. They're so sweet. Yeah. I just, they're, they're good boys, but he's, that's why there's, there used to be a lady and I get it. I look, people are fearful of dogs for a variety of reasons, but there is a woman in our old building who still cracks me up to this day. And I've talked about her before. Uh, she, anytime we would take Dexter potty, she would act like we had a cougar on a leash. What? She would jump. She would like run away. Oh. And I, and finally she caught Colin in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And Colin is like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. Like this dog is more fearful of you than, than I go. Colin, I forgot. All. Colin's like, just the dog's not going to bite you. He's yeah. sca- he's the scariest cat dog ever. <laughs> he's so he's sweet. The, he's the sweetest dog ever. But I get it. Boxers look intimidating. Yeah. Uh, they do. They're a bigger dog. They're lean. They're muscular. I get. But this if one, they she only was so, knew what a lover he is. Yes, and but she was just so damn dramatic about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's like. Oh, Oh my goodness! It's like okay, it's, calm it's bring, down. Bring it down, Taylor Swift. Calm it down a little bit, because because oh. uh, Dexter has doesn't have the ability to be mean. Let me tell you. So no anyway, way. did they did they miss you? What was their reaction when you came home? Uh, well, here's the deal. Um, great question. Um, I think they would have missed me. My assistant Q uh, house sat and just watched the dogs. Right. So they he lived. Um, he's living at home this this uh, summer, and he doesn't really have a room. So <laughs> staying at our house was kind of a vacation for oh, him. Right, yeah. So yeah. So he uh, he watched the dogs. But then the last two days, my mother-in-law um, had the dogs, and my dogs love grandma. Yeah. So when they don't we care came, when you come oh, home. No, no, no. They would have cared had we picked had we come home when they were with Q. Sure. But the moment, and that's no offense to Q. Q took really good care of them. But 
uh, us versus grandma, we lose every single time. Dexter and Big got out of the truck and they saw us and they're like, uh, okay, are we, uh, I'm not leaving. That's literally what Dexter. Um, oh my God. I'm not leaving, Grandma. Like if you think y'all leave me for two weeks, and if you think you're coming back and taking me from Grandma, you are sorely mistaken. Oh my but, gosh, that's yeah, hysterical. it was very funny. Do we have uh, Steve Patterson yes, here? Yes, actually, he I've just entered. plugged in. He has entered the building. Steve yeah. Patterson. Now, Steve, yep. uh, and I mean this, and I and I do mean this. I mean this. Um, in a non-judgy way, it's more of a I smiley kind of way. Terrified we, of where this is going. We got a couple <laughs> emails. We were telling about. We were talking about Jennifer Lopez, yeah. and so, a couple of people emailed and said that you walked out of J Lo's concert after her lap dance. Yeah, we ended Can up. Can you leaving. confirm or deny this? We. It wasn't as aggressive as that, but after the lap dance. And the striptease and her um, having sex with the couch. Yeah. And I don't even know if the couch gave consent. Oh, yeah, I didn't talk about that. I was there, Steve. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then a little bit after that, we were like, are you guys ready to go? But it wasn't like, okay, we're out. But we, we didn't stay until the very end. We thought it was a bummer with J-Lo. We, you know, here was my beef with it. Okay. In all truth is I just thought they could have maybe marketed it a little bit different. So you have like these kid dancers who are opening. She sings with her daughter, Mm -hmm. but just a couple songs before, mom is like spread eagle grinding on the couch in lingerie. And I just felt like there was a disconnect. I thought if you want to market it that way, Cool, but if you have kid dancers out as your opening act, the kid dance team from World of Dance, yeah, that's true. it feels like you have a bunch of 10-year-olds. So then I, we were hearing from mothers uh, who had their daughters in the bathroom and uh, who they were in the bathroom and their daughter was saying, um, what did it mean when she said this? Like, hey, St. Paul, do you want to turn this place into a strip club? I was like, listen, if you want to do a strip club, cool, but maybe not when you have a lot of like young people I got in your it. audience. That I, was my I, yeah, I looked around and saw kids, too, and I was like, this is weird for those parents right now. Yeah, great for a Vegas show, I'm sure, sure, and that's what the audience would expect, but it felt like a disconnect. Yeah. 10-4. Now I get it. I was. It was funny. We're, we got a couple emails. I thought I was you like, were being Steve Pruderson It wasn't a, a full Pruderson, but it was a bit of a principal. <laughs> like, all right, I'll leave.